Hello, and welcome to the Blog You Want in the Time You Have podcast, the show that empowers you to stop making excuses to not blog and realize the potential of content marketing. I'm your host, Scott Winteroth, co-founder of contentacademy.com. I invite you to join me each episode for actionable strategies for elevating your blog to the next level and hear from other content rock stars who will share with you exactly what keeps them on task so you can stop wishing for success and start living to your fullest potential. Ready? Three, two, one, publish. All right, this is episode number 33 of the Blog You Want and the Time You Have podcast. And in this episode, I have an interview with Tina Halpert, who has been at her blog and online strategy for over 10 years with what started with a wedding day prep blog and turned into a complete healthy living resource. Just interviewing Tina alone was so inspirational for me, and I'm genuinely amazed at how she owned what is often considered just a hobby blog and turned it into a successful online business. This is a great listen for those who have started a blog and maybe not sure how they are going to take it to the next level. Her story is truly inspirational and someone to definitely watch. Okay, so Tina's blog is called Carrots and Cake, and it has really evolved into what she calls a healthy living resource that marries her journal-like content with an online marketing strategy. We discuss how she produced up to three posts a day while she was working full-time, which is pretty amazing, and what she did to get that done, including what she outsourced, what she focused on in terms of creating content, and how her blog landed her a book deal with a traditional publisher. Pretty amazing for anyone to do that. So Tina is indeed a creative person and lives with full intention to make great content. And I want to personally invite you to download my free workbook to help you make 2019 your most creative year ever. Starting right now, I'm offering a free workbook at creativeyearever.com, which is a fantastic exercise for building out the right goals and making a plan for how you're going to rock it out in 2019. And if you're in the Chicago area on December 13th, be sure to look up how you can attend the inaugural Creative Year Ever workshop hosted by, well, yours truly, at Nextdoor Chicago. This event is going to be fantastic and a great way to collectively build each other up to make 2019 our most creative year ever. And hopefully, the first of many more to come. Okay, I promise you we're going to get into the interview here in literally three seconds. But before I do that, I need to plug our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Content Academy, the premier school for learning content strategy. Content Academy is offering a 10-week applied content strategy online course taught by a 20-year content strategy pro and coach. Rebecca Stewart helps people like you start and excel an exciting and rewarding career in content strategy with tactics and strategies you need to get into and grow your career in the business. Learn more and apply online at contentacademy.com. Super excited to be here with another interview with content rock star and online marketer Tina Helpert. And Tina is the author and blogger behind Carrots and Cake, which is a blog that she authors. And Tina, welcome to the show and give us a little bit of a backstory into how Carrots and Cakes, Carrots and Cake came into fruition. Sure, sure. Thank you so much for having me. So yeah, Carrots and Cake has been around for 10 and a half years. I feel like I was wow. one of the earlier bloggers yeah. in the world. Um, but yeah, I started it really for fun. It was just a little part-time hobby. And at the time, you know, there were a few blogs at that point and I was reading them and I was, I was really into, you know, food and fitness and cooking and workouts and all that good stuff. But then Mm. I was engaged to be married. So I really wanted to shape up for my wedding day and just look and feel good. And 
I just decided to put everything online. I was like, you know what, this is really cool that these people are doing these blogs. And at that point I had, you know, binders full of information. So random mm -hmm. recipes, random workouts, you know, torn out from magazines, things like that. And so I just wanted it all online, nice and organized. And it, it was totally a hobby. It really wasn't anything that I didn't, I wanted people to see. I didn't even tell my, you know, fiance at the hot time, now husband about it. Uh -huh. I thought it was like a little weird. Like, why would I put all this information online? But it just started out as this little online journal and it's just, you know, taken yeah. off from there. Cool. Did you find it as a way to sort of build uh, accountability since you were publishing everything? Oh yeah, for Sure. I mean, when I first started, I really didn't tell anybody, but then mm -hmm. over time, you know, I started telling my friends, family, and then just random people on the internet found it. So uh, yeah, it just closer to my wedding day. There was definitely more of a community there and, you know, uh -huh. people wanting to see what I looked like on my wedding day. So yeah, there was for sure some accountability there. Awesome. That's great. I know before I got married, I tried to start a blog uh, about similar topic, but I, I didn't keep it up. So <laughs> I appreciate all the effort you put into it over so many years. That's amazing. That's really amazing. So tell us a little bit about your content. Like, what do you write about? Uh, you know, you meant it's sort of like fitness and nutrition, but tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. like what what's a good post for you? What do you try? What do you share today? Yeah. So, I mean, I started just writing about my workouts and what I was eating for the day, random recipes. And then over time, I realized I got such a better response when I was writing about my everyday life and just more personal things. So mm -hmm. over time, the blog has really followed me from being engaged, getting married, um, getting a dog, buying a house, having a baby, just my whole life these last, you know, 10 plus years. So the content is all over the place. I would say healthy living is definitely the main theme, mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, this post about, I don't know, my love for CrossFit, you know, <laughs> the day my son was born. Um, there's all sorts of content on there. So, but it's, yeah. it's definitely health based. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So, and it's not just your only platform too. I think I see that you have a book as well. Is that yeah, yeah. So I've had the opportunity to do a couple books. Yeah. yeah. So um, a book called Carrots and Cake. Um, I had the opportunity to write that probably maybe just a couple years into blogging. And I mean, that was an experience. Writing a book is not easy. And at the time I was working full time. So I was do working full time, um, doing the blog and then writing a book. So that was a crazy time. And then um, I wrote a smoothie and juice book. Um, a few years ago, and just all my favorite juice and f juice and smoothie recipes in one place, and that was a lot of fun to write wow. as well. Wow. Okay. So tell me, tell me about that. You were working full time, right? Mm -hmm. You were offering a blog. You were um, creating a book, and uh, of course, you have your daily routines too. Obviously, being a wife and uh, I believe a mother at the time, right? So, how did you get content? How did you create content with all that stuff going on at that time? Oh my gosh, that was such a hot mess in my life at <laughs> that time. So yeah, I worked I worked for Harvard University in the dean's office. That was my oh, whole wow. job, you know, yeah. nine to five type situation. Doing the blog in the morning, you know, before I went to work, um, you know, lunch breaks after work. And then I had that book opportunity just kind of fall in my lap. It was around the Julie and Julia time where that book and movie came out. Mm, so I think okay. just publishing houses were looking for bloggers who had a good following to write books. And I mean, this publishing house in New York City approached me and oh wow, yeah, pitched them, pitched them my idea. And yeah, it, it happened real fast. And that's, um, that's yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Writing I whenever I could. I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize it was a uh, 
what we could what we would call traditionally published book that's pretty amazing yeah and that, they came to you mm-hmm. because you had a, a solid following online and uh, it's all it's yeah right so cool so basically potentially good but obviously you know my my you know stick is sort of productivity and creating content so uh, i just want to recap so basically you sort of were writing i like to call that writing between the lines a little bit you know whenever you have the opportunity to write or create mm-hmm. the time to do that. And that meant potentially getting up early or taking time on your lunch or whenever you had an extra minute to uh, get your content. Does that sound about right? Oh yeah. Wherever I could squeeze it in. It was kind <laughs> of my life for a while. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, you know, what now what's today? I know today you're still doing a lot of different things, but you keep it up. I mean, what is it? What does your blog productivity schedule kind of look like today? So I'm thinking, yeah, I know you mentioned your blog also sort of kind of follows your life, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. But other than that, do you have any other, any sort of ways that you sort of consider yourself uh, sourcing ideas for new content and that kind of cool stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always thinking of what I could put on the blog because the blog actually started where I was blogging three times a day, which is mm-hmm. crazy to think about now. But it was before, you know, Instagram or Facebook or something like that, where you have this constant content content. Um, but even now I blog, um, Monday through Friday and then maybe, um, a post on the weekend if I can, if I could squeeze it in. So I'm always thinking of what I can write about, but a lot of it just every day, just living my life, trying to, you know, show people healthy examples of how I live my life. So some of that's the everyday content, but then I make, you know, recipes, workouts, you know, things like that to share, but it's Mm -hmm. constant. I'm constantly writing little notes down, you know, starting posts and drafts, um, but yeah, it's just all the time. <laughs> yeah. You can't turn it off. I know how that goes. So, mm-hmm. so I cool. totally can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so speaking of, I think the mindset, the, the right mindset, growth mindset you need to be, if you're going to be a productive blogger for sure. So I love it. I love it. Um, so a couple things, one, obviously writing and creating and to, you know, taking like actual the physical creation of content is one, but what are some other areas that you find spending time on for your blog uh, or, and, or do you outsource anything? For example, like webmastering, it looks like you're using like a self-hosted WordPress site, I believe. Mm-hmm. So like, is there anything in that area that you think there, you know, you spend a lot more time on that you, than you wish or, or other areas in, other than creating content that goes into your blog management? Yeah, I mean, definitely the web hosting, anything that breaks on the website, WordPress plugins, updates, all that. I have somebody who does all that for me because Mm -hmm. that was just something I didn't want to learn. And anytime something did break, I would just, my head would explode because I just couldn't figure it out. My brain just doesn't think like that. Um, So hired this great guy. I've been with him for probably like five years now. I mean, he just does everything on the back end for me. So that is, that is super helpful for sure. Yeah, I think one thing that I've sort of realized over the years, uh, I like to do, I'm a do-it-yourselfer uh, by nature, but it's like sometimes when, if you want to focus on creating content, you have to like outsource things that don't make sense. And it's like, yeah, I love WordPress, mm-hmm. but maybe I should outsource that because it's easy to outsource per se and focus on creating content, which only I can create for the most part, you know? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, for sure. Uh, great, great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So today uh, you're still creating content, obviously, and, you know, it, Obviously, you published a book with a traditional publisher, so that's a source of income. But are there any other areas that you look at in terms of using your blog to generate revenue? Or has that changed over the years? Or is there anything you can share in terms of uh, sort of providing a return on your investment into your time? Yeah, I mean, things have changed so much in the blog world. I mean, mm-hmm. really, everybody relied on ads back in the day. And now, mm-hmm. you know, ads, 
okay, they mm-hmm. do all right. But you know, sponsored content is huge. So having relationship with with brands and different products and things like that. Um, I also do some macro coaching. So it's one-on-one nutrition coaching. So that has been really great for me because I love talking to people about food and health and wellness, but just another revenue stream. So Mm -hmm. that's on my blog as well. And then just affiliate marketing, which isn't a huge source of income, but I mean, it definitely, there's definitely some money to be made out there, you know, Mm -hmm. doing affiliate marketing, things like that. So it's a combination of all those different avenues. Yeah. I, w- I wish I could say I've made a ton of money in affiliate marketing, but then again, yeah. <laughs> I know it can be done. It's just, that, it's just that not quite there yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So cool. And then of course, like, and we've talked about this, you've been doing this for a long time. I, and uh, you, you know, you and I've sort of watched the blogging change over the years, but how do you sort of approach other platforms now too? I know, uh, like for example, with Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, do you have a particular like other like sort of distribution platform that you're looking at or that you want to focus on right now, or do you really sort of just stick with your actual website and blog and that kind of stuff? I mean, the blog is definitely my home base for sure. I mean, Instagram mm-hmm. is a lot of fun. Um, Instagram Stories is huge right now, and it's such a great way to connect with people. And I have a lot of fun doing it, so I like that just about like the carrots and cake community. But the whole Instagram feed with the new algorithms and how they change every day, I just, I don't even know. I mean, some people can play that game and they do it really well. I've just had a real hard time. Mm -hmm. So I mostly stick to Instagram stories and the blog and, you know, I'll pop into Facebook here and there, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's so hard to do all those different areas well. So I try not to spread myself too, too thin. (laughs) That's just it. Uh, any do you, are you doing any video right now or that's one thing I haven't looked I was gonna look to see are, are you thinking about video or is that something that's on your radar or are you sticking with the word yeah yeah no I've done video over the years and uh, I'm on Instagram stories doing videos um I do Instagram live every once in a while cool and yeah those are just like such a great way to you know have your followers get to know you better on just like a different level um mm. and I think after all these years of just blogging just writing you know what I mean people you know like to see me in action a little bit more mm-hmm. <laughs> just to see what I'm like mm-hmm. so it's gone mm-hmm. over well with my longtime followers cool great 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 all right well that's is there any like is there uh, you know you've been doing this forever so i almost kind of hate to ask you this but is there anything out there right now that still inspires you like, is there a particular book or something that you would recommend to maybe somebody getting started blogging uh right now um i mean for sure it would be just to find something that you love to do because mm-hmm. blogging mm-hmm. is very time consuming. <laughs> it does take up a lot of brain power. So I would say whatever you want to blog about, or if you do want to get into the whole blogging game, you got to go into it because you love whatever the topic is because otherwise it's just not, not going to be a fun time because it is a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work, but obviously I'm sure you've had some rewarding achievements. Is there mm-hmm. something in particular that, that sticks out to you in terms of all those years at your creating and posting content? Uh, I just love all the travel that I've done. I've had some really cool travel opportunities. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. in the US, but I mean, I went to Israel this time last year. I went to Mexico a couple times, um, all over the US. So just, you know, brand partnerships, um, media trips, things like that. But that's been really cool because I, I love to travel and it's just a nice perk of the job. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm going to ask one more question. I know we've talked about this, but someone who has a similar hectic schedule to you, I mean, what would you, what, is there any like one piece of advice you give someone who <clears throat> wants to blog, but just feels like they can't find the time? Cause you have yeah, time. Um, so that's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
For me, it's all about blocking my time and just dedicating certain points of my day to do certain things because I have my son, my son's four. So he's home Mm -hmm. with me a couple days a week. And then I have three days to do everything I need to do. Mm -hmm. But I literally block out pretty much every hour of my day, even like little things like walking the dog, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But just prioritizing what needs to get done that day, you know, making sure it's on my calendar and I devote that amount of time to it. And I mean, of course, things run over and, you know, stuff happens, but I try not to get myself, you know, caught in my email or on Instagram or something like that. I really just block that time and just get what I need to get done um, in that amount of time. So just not letting myself get too distracted. <laughs> awesome. Well, Tina, as I, as I always say in the show, I like to interview people who are content rock stars and getting it done. And I really appreciate you taking some time to talk to us how you get things done with carrots and cake and, and sort of being an online uh, marketer entrepreneur for sure. So um, tell us how we can sort of find you and what's the best place to get in touch. Sure. I'm at carrotsandcake.com. So it's carrots, the letter N and then cake.com. And then same on Instagram, carrots and cake. I'm on Facebook. Um, and then, yeah, like I mentioned, I'm pretty active on Instagram stories and Instagram live. Well, I will for sure follow you on Instagram. I'd love to see what you're doing. <laughs> so cool. cool. Well, Tina, thanks again. Uh, this was a great, I think we sh- it wasn't very long, but lots of great nuggets in the little bit of time that we did share. So obviously I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I would love to get you back on the show here again soon and we can come up with uh, some more stuff to share. I'm, I'm, I'm certain. So great. Thanks. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Blogging You Want in the Time You Have. Thank you so much for listening to the entire show. If you have any questions or feedback, please head on over to thebloggingyouwant.com and you'll find a way to get in touch with me directly, as well as uh, learn about other tips and resources, including the seven-day blogging challenge you can take to amp up your blogging game. I'd like to also invite you to join our blogging productivity group on Facebook, where we get together to talk about blogging tips, productivity strategies, and other ways to amp up your online marketing game. Uh, Find more information about that in the show notes or go to blogyouwant.com. And also be sure to check out our sponsor, contentacademy.com, to learn more about the 10-week applied content strategy course. And finally, I would really appreciate it if you leave a review for this particular podcast. That really helps us reach new people to help get more people into our blogging productivity community to share more ideas and collaborate. And also be sure to subscribe to get the next episode in your feed. Thank you.